So I apologize for the bad quality of this intro, but I'm about to play you an audio from a recent feature that we recorded. And essentially when I was going through some, some, some information for the documentary that we might be recording, um, I stumbled across an old article, an article about my dad's suicide. This was an article that went live on a local news website. It went live less than 24 hours after his accident, after his suicide. And what's important as well is there's a comment. There's a comment from me, the 18-year-old me that's just heard of the news less than 24 hours since hearing the news that my dad ended his life. And kind of I look back at that comment now and I think about everything that I've been through and, and what I'm doing now and the awareness that I'm doing and, and everything that I'm sharing. And essentially, we just hit record on the camera I read through the article, I read some of the comments, the negative ones, the positive ones, and also my comment, and I wanted to share some thoughts on that. So here I am reacting to that article. So I want to share with you something that I've never shared before, and I also need to warn you that this video, this content might be triggering to some people, and in fact it might be triggering to me, because when we were doing some research for the documentary that we're looking to create, I was actually looking through some old articles and I found this one here on my dad's suicide. So this was the article that was released in a local paper that documented my dad's suicide and also as well there's a comment. There's a comment from me, the 18 year old me that had just lost his dad to suicide and I wanted to just reflect on it in this video and hopefully show you that 10 years later that things can get better. If you've lost someone to suicide or if you're struggling right now, the things can alone, things can get easier. So I will go through this article a little bit. Um, some of the key points of it when it comes to them documenting his, his, his suicide was it said, you know, Mr. McGregor had checked into Basildon's hospital mental health unit on Saturday but was released on Monday. Um, and my dad spent a little bit of time in that mental health unit prior to that. He also touched on the fact that he did attempt on his life before, um, which I've mentioned before. My dad really broke down, um, suffered with depression very quickly and attempted suicide about a week later. So it was a really, really quick attempt and they mentioned that in there as well. They also explain here, which is, is brings back some memories about how the... Um, the chief executive of the South Essex Partnership NHS Trust said that obviously we express our sincere sympathy with Mr. McGregor's family. We as a trust, we as a trust are instigating our own investigation and it would not be right to comment further until that investigation has been completed. And it brings back to memories because we did actually have an investigation into it because we wasn't happy with the way that he was treated in the mental health unit and also as well we wasn't happy with the, the fact that he was let out. We tried so hard to get him in on that Saturday and we got him into the mental health unit. It took a lot of time. There was no records of him previously being in there before and he was let out a couple of days later even though he was the worst that he's ever been and he was let out on a physical assessment and not a mental assessment. So that kind of, that makes me a bit angry to be honest reading that again because it really brings back that anger of him being let down by the mental health unit and by being let down by the mental health system. Um, but the main thing that I want to really focus on here is my comment. So this is the comment, this is the day after it happened, so the 5th of March 2009 at 1.13pm. So less, less than the day, um, less than the day after, less than 24 hours after. 
apart from the bad grammar, I said, you'll forever be missed by everyone that knew you, Dad. Don't comment on this case if you don't truly understand the situation. My dad should have been kept in hospital for the treatment he deserved. If the hospital would have done their job, this could have been prevented. I love you, Dad, and you'll never be forgotten, Paul. And I got goosebumps reading that. Um, I think there's some comments on here. There's about 44 comments, and some of them are just brutal in the fact of them saying that it's selfish, that, you know, I saw it happen, and... Um, you know, I feel sorry for, for everyone involved and, you know, hearing people say that your dad's selfish without them knowing the situation behind it is actually quite hurtful. And knowing the dad that I knew, the dad that everyone knew, and if someone's just seen this, they're just, they've just made an immediate judgment on him. And I think it really kind of angered me back then because if they knew my dad, they wouldn't have said those comments. And I think suicide has such a, an out, a lot of people believe suicide is selfish. And as I've put there, and I didn't even really understand it back there. If you actually knew the situation, you wouldn't have said that. And if you would have experienced it, you wouldn't have said that. Um, and again, just touching on the hospital that he didn't get the treatment he reserved, deserved. I'm thinking of the family he left behind. My prayers go out to all of you. God bless you all. Um, that's the, I think that's a great outlook on it. I'm currently going through what you are, Paul, and it's tough. Just be, just wanted to put a post to say my thoughts are with you, Paul, and your family at this sad time. Reading that now is, is, is scary because even though that person said to me that you're not on your own and I'm going through this, I felt like I was. And I didn't think to reach out to this person. I didn't think that he would be able to relate because when you're experiencing it yourself, it's just such an, a lonely feeling of this is the only, I'm the only person going through this. And reading that now, I think that's, that would have helped me a lot. Um, but in that moment, in that time, it didn't really help me as much as I maybe thought it would do because I'm just feeling so alone and feeling so with it. But thank you to that person for writing that comment um, now, 10 years later, because um, it's amazing that you were so open and honest and there to, to, to share your, your um, story too, which is 10 years ago. And again, 10 years ago, I don't think much has changed since that time. In fact, has it, has it got worse? My thoughts are with this man's family, and I would like to say from what his son said in the above post, he had a lovely family who cared for him, it would seem. Love to you all. Um, someone else said, seeing Paul's post made this even sadder. This was clearly already a very sad situation that has now become harder by ending in the most tragic way. I'm sorry to hear about your dad and wish you and your family the best. That really reminds me as well. I remember a lady called Nina Clark. Um, she turned around to me um, about a year ago and said that when someone takes their own life, they don't want to die. They just can't see a way of living anymore. And I think that summarizes up that point a lot, that my dad was obviously in a very sad situation, we all were, but it became a lot harder the day that he did take his own life. I wanna read these because the people that knew my dad had a better judgment on the situation than someone just reading this article out of the blue. And this one here, C. Scrivener, um, Chris, I believe, I, I believe they used to run together. He says, I can understand people's views with regards to the lorry driver and sympathize with him hugely, but please, do not judge Neil in death. If you did not know him in life 
as this man was one of the nicest, most supportive, encouraging and honest people I've ever had the privilege to know. And his illness was one which could affect any one of us at any time. My thoughts are with his family. R.I.P. Neil, a true friend, teammate and a gentleman. Um, Claire, she says, we are all saddened by the loss of Neil. He was a very good friend and a lovely person to know. He will be sadly missed by us all. Our thoughts go out to this family at this sad time. And then this guy here, Sonic Paul, says, Neil, a lovely guy and a pleasure to work with, will be sadly missed by all of us on the night shift. So as you can imagine, doing this has been hard. And I hope that it shows that it's okay to revisit the past, past moments that have impacted us massively. And again, I'm reliving it right now. And even though I don't feel as good as I did probably before this video, I know long-term it's gonna help because we have to sometimes revisit the past and also look at it and, and, and see how far we've came. Because I remember you know, that person writing that comment, that 18-year-old me who commented on this post less than 24 hours after my dad took his own life. I, I look at everything I've been through up until this point and um, I'm very proud of, of being able to do this and being able to revisit this. Um, rather than just burying it, which I did for the first few years. So please let me know what you thought of this video and I'd love to hear some of your feedback and some of your comments. If you wanna share your story, then please use the comments to do so. If you wanna private message me, you can as well. It's just so important that we do share our stories. We do talk about mental health because it needs to change. So I'll tell you what, that was a hard process, um, kind of looking back at that, looking at some of the comments. As I kind of mentioned, a lot of the comments were actually deleted because of the negativity around them, the people calling them selfish, a ton of stuff. But it's sometimes important that we actually do look back at that past trauma and we actually face it rather than suppressing it, which I did for a long time, rather than ignoring it and pretending that it didn't happen. And even though that was actually quite hard to do, afterwards I actually felt a lot better. Um, and again, like if I look back at that article now, I've already kind of dealt with it and it's going to be a lot easier to look at it again. Um, but hopefully you kind of got some value from this and I really want to kind of just re-emphasize the fact that things can get easier. If you're listening to this and you're struggling right now, or if you're listening to this, you're struggling with grief or, or your own mental health, or you feel very alone, you feel like there's no kind of way out, there's no hope, then I'm here to kind of let you know that there is. And I'm not saying it's easy in any way, but you just have to take it step by step by step by step and um, just know that it can get better. And hopefully my honesty has helped show that in some way. Please, if you enjoyed this or if you've enjoyed any of the content that I'm putting out on this podcast, a rating and a review would be amazing. A lot of people are listening and, and no one's really saying that they're listening. So please, any kind of help that you can give. A rating and a review really helps the exposure, the awareness of this podcast. So whether you're on iTunes right now, whether you're on Stitcher, whether you're on somewhere else, just please, a rating and a review will help massively and I'd truly, truly appreciate it. Signing out, speak to you soon.